The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Three Yards Per Carry, a podcast covering the Miami Dolphins and the NFL. Now, here's your hosts, Chris, Alf and Simon. All right, and welcome to the pod. I am Kai Chen Chisholm. Joining me is Merrick Brave and not Joshua Houts. Um, Merrick, how are you doing? I'm do I'm doing well, you know. Mourning the loss of Josh House, he's not dead or anything. He just no, he, yeah, he, that started <laughs> off really rough. That he started just, off really rough. Yeah, he just couldn't make the episode. Uh, he, he, it's tough, man. When when you got three young kids running around the house, you know, wreaking havoc, it it, it makes your days just just again. It just makes them tough. And and I have two young boys myself they're a little bit older than josh's kids so i can just kick them outside and say hey go play at the park for a little bit right across the street from my house don't talk to strangers unless they have really good candy that's what i tell them you must be in a safe area because <laughs> in miami that would not have you know it takes a lot to send those kids out there and be like ah just go to the playground and relax you know parents are like hawks over here no we i live in iowa man we it's it's pretty decent pretty decent uh you know, blessed, blessed to uh, be able to do that. But it allows me to jump on here with you and, and record another fantastic episode of 3YPC uh, in place of Chris, Alf, and Simon. Uh, happy to hear, be here with you, man, and happy to talk Miami Dolphins football, as always. Yeah, it's a nice, you know, I like how you mentioned like, the, the three kids running around. It's like every time I think about, like, the kids, and it's like I, every time I'm at work and I'm, I'm, you know, here with all these kids and every single one of them is like, Kai this, Kai this, Kai this, and I'm not even – I'm sitting here as a manager. Like, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not even with the group, but they're asking me questions. I'm like, man, do I really want three children? And it's like I'll get, you know, those kids who just are like, the you know, the cutest little kids, and they're just, you know, they're bouncing around. They always want to do something. It's like, yeah, I, I do want kids. And it's like, ah, it's like that split-second change of uh, do I really? And then, yeah, yeah, I do. It- it changes your life and, and they certainly stress you out, but there's, there's moments in every day where it, it makes it all worth it. And you go, Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I love these little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm excited when that day comes not right now, I'm 25, not right now. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll mention our sponsors here really quick. Uh, of course, prize picks use code five. That's F I V E deposit hundred dollars. They give you a hundred dollars one time rollover. Uh, it's a f- essentially free money. That's again code five F I V E and then betteredge.com slash five reasons. That's B E T T O R E D G E dot com slash number five and then reasons. Uh, get $20 just for signing up. So uh, in the previous episode, we talked about rankings for Miami Dolphins players in the top 100. Today, we're going to be talking about just rankings of the Miami Dolphins in general. So you pose the question 
in terms of can the Miami Dolphins, do they have enough talent now to compete with the Buffalo Bills for that number one seed in the AFC East? I personally believe yes, and I'll get into it in a second, but I want to hear your thoughts first on how you think we're going to fare this year in the AFC East. Yeah, well, I mean, this has been the chatter this week in the national media. You had Colin Cowherd, uh, normally kind of a Dolphins hater, you know, Colin and I know Cowherd. Yeah, exactly. A lot of Dolphins fans, not fans of Colin Cowherd. And for good reason. He has, you know, he's kind of been trashing two of these last couple of years, trashing the Miami Dolphins as a, as a whole. But uh, on an episode of The Herd on Fox Sports last week, Colin Cowherd actually predicted the Miami Dolphins to win the AFC East, dethroning the Buffalo Bills, who have won it, I believe, the last three seasons consecutively, and holding off the New York Jets and the New England Patriots. He thinks the Miami Dolphins will win the AFC East, and he has a few reasons why. So uh, I'm not trying to to make you lose your lunch here, Kai, but you and Colin Cowherd are on the on the same wavelength right now. You think the Dolphins are going to win the East. God. Spoiler alert, so do I. So do I. It makes me sad. Like, like stuff like that, it's like, I'm not, I, you know, I used to love listening to the Fox Sports, uh, Fox Sports guys, you know, Colin Cowherd, Nick Wright. I used to love it. I was, I met Nick Wright when the Super Bowl was here in Miami and he was my favorite, you know, sports commentator at the time. So that was an awesome, surreal moment. Uh, especially having a little conversation with him was cool, but I don't know, man. Like that makes me feel nervous now. Like it's just, <laughs> it almost, Colin says it, it's just, ah. Uh, yeah, it almost makes you change your mind. You're like, wait a second. Are the Absolutely. Dolphins winning the East? You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just that, like, he had – I know he – I don't know if he still does it, but he had a segment where he, like, uh, where Colin was right and where Colin was wrong. And my dad, he still watches Colin Cowherd for some reason. He'll bring it up, and he'll text me sometimes when something happens. and go, oh, Colin was wrong. And, like, it makes me think, oh, God, dude, this is going to be one of those moments where he goes at the end of the year and goes – where Colin was wrong. And the number one thing is the Bobby Dolphins didn't win the AFC East. They weren't able to do this. Weren't able to do that. And I'm just like, Oh God, I can't do this. We're feeding them more. So Cowherd, he does say that uh, his prediction of the Dolphins winning the East is the most shocking prediction he has for all of the division winners this upcoming season. So he does say it's a little out there. He gives a few reasons for why he thinks it's going to happen. Uh, the first being um, he had a long talk with an NFL source. He doesn't name the source, but he says he had a long talk with that source um, and that that source was selling him pretty heavy on the Dolphins uh, being able to surpass the Bills this offseason. He says the whole Stephon Diggs thing, you know, that we had last week with him having an issue not participating at one day of, of minicamp. Um, and then Josh Allen having to come out and say, you know, he's a big Stefan Diggs guy and Von Miller having to come out and say, uh, you know, without Stefan Diggs, Von Miller isn't in Buffalo. And then, and then their head coach, Sean McDermott, just kind of saying that, oh, you know, it's a big misunderstanding. You know, he's, he's concerned that Stefan Diggs isn't in, in attendance. And then the next day, Stefan Diggs does return to practice. However, then the Buffalo Bills cancel their last day day of minicamp and and Colin Cowherd he says that that is a bigger deal a bigger story than people are letting on and that's his first reason why he thinks that the Dolphins can overtake the Bills what do you think's going on up in Orchard Park New York what do you think's going on with the Bills Kai is this a contract thing Stefan Diggs just signed an extension with the Buffalo Bills before last season so it, I don't believe it's a contract situation. Do you think he's not getting along with Josh Allen? Do you think he's not getting along 
with head coach Sean McDermott. Why do you think there's there's trouble in in uh, in Buffalo there? I know you see me smiling, and it's it's <laughs> this is my favorite time. Like I think the the chickens are coming home to roost. I I think that this is the this is the time where finally the gods are bringing us back the Buffalo Bills who went to four straight Super Bowls and lost all four straight Super Bowls. I just there's trouble in hell and I think that hell is freezing over and Buffalo is starting to feel it. And I think look, maybe this sounds homerism of me, but the first sign of trouble started when they almost lost to Skylar Thompson in the wild card. Yes. That is when the first sign started to, you know, trickle in my head and think, "Wow, there's there's something, there might be something wrong." Cuz that just the playoffs are the playoffs. The NFL, anything can happen any given Sunday or Saturday or Thursday or Wednesday, Tuesday, whenever they want to play the games now. But anything can happen. It's the NFL. But that was the first one where you looked at it and you said, something's up. Something could be wrong. Stephon Diggs has been talking all offseason. I don't think this whole old misunderstanding. I think that there's some, there is some some real trouble there with Stephon Diggs. We saw it in Minnesota. We can see it again. And I'm not talking about personally. I'm just talking about contract-wise. We saw it in Minnesota. We're seeing it here now in Buffalo. I think that there really could be some things there. And you have guys like Vaughn Miller going out there and saying, you know, Vaughn Miller is not here without Stephon Diggs. And I'm sure if you're Josh Allen, I mean, besides the fact that we had, you know, guys coming out that used to play with the Bills saying, oh, you know, I was a great receiver here and I caught this and I caught that. It's like without, and that, that being Cole Beasley, without Stephon Diggs, who scares you for the Buffalo Bills on the receiving end? Like, if we're the Dolphins, we, we can't cover tight ends. And they just, you know, they now have two tight ends. They drafted another one. Uh, I believe it was uh, Dalton Kincaid that they drafted. Um, yep. And so now they have him and, and Dawson Knox. So already, you know, we're the Dolphins. We can't cover tight ends. So that uh, that's scary. You know, it is what it is. But who, what other receiver, like, genuinely strikes some fear into you? Where you're saying, yep. oh, man, we got to lock him down. Last year was supposed to be Gabe Davis's breakout year, and it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. It was a couple games, but, you know, not, you know. Yeah, certainly not a breakout year, which a lot of people were predicting. I think you're right. And, you know, Stephon Diggs, he kind of fits the mold of that diva receiver. You know, they always talk about it. Receivers, they want the ball. They want the ball. Stephon Diggs' production dipped when Josh Allen suffered that elbow injury last year. And he wasn't happy in that offense. He wasn't happy on that team. When his numbers dropped, when his stats dropped, and there were images, there were videos of him screaming at Josh Allen on the sideline uh, in that playoff loss, I believe, to the, the Cincinnati Bengals. And it wasn't a close one. They they got their asses whooped in that game. Uh, and like you mentioned, they barely beat a Skylar Thompson-led Miami Dolphins football team, and they were playing at home, in the cold, in the elements. There's something going on in Buffalo, and and that's the number one reason Colin Cowherd thinks that the Dolphins can overtake the Bills and win that division. So there, there is a little something to that. Uh, Colin goes on uh, to say that the Vic Fangio hire for the Miami Dolphins is, is much bigger than people realize. He thinks that Vic Fangio's addition was actually an even bigger addition than that of Jalen Ramsey for the Miami Dolphins this offseason. I absolutely offseason. agree. You're, I absolutely you're, agree. Okay, so now you're agreeing with Colin Cowherd on it's multiple horrible. points. Guys. This is horrible. This is this is this is the worst day. This is the worst day of June so far. This is awful. I can't do this. 
uh, the the source that Cowherd talked to said, uh, "Watch that defense; it's getting copied all over the league." And he's right. Everybody wants to run a style of the Vic Fangio defense. Uh, kind of an aside on that. Tua Tagovailoa, some of his worst games in the National Football League have come against a Vic Fangio style defense. Now Tua Tagovailoa gets to practice practice against that defense every single day. So yes. if Tua can figure out ways to beat a Vic Fangio style defense while continuing his dominance against all the other defenses in the league, like he did last year when he wasn't injured, look out. Tua could have himself an an MVP caliber season in 2023. And he was in that conversation in 2022 already. So it's certainly not out of the question, but but Colin Cowherd, he says that Vic Fangio addition even greater than the Jalen Ramsey addition, and he cites that as another reason why the Miami Dolphins could overtake the Buffalo Bills in, in 2023. His third reason for saying why the Dolphins could overtake the Bills for the division crown in 2023 is the fact that he thinks Mike McDaniel as an offensive coach outcoached Sean McDermott, a defensive coach for the Buffalo Bills, all three games last season. The Dolphins played the Bills three times last season. They won once. They lost twice. The, the two losses were relatively close losses. You know, you had the primetime game late in the season in Buffalo, that in the elements. More than the wild card one, to be honest. Sure did. Sure. Those snowballs coming in from the fans. They had to stop the game for a minute, you know, threaten penalties and whatnot. Uh, the Dolphins, they had that game. Um but they didn't. They lost. They lost it in the end. But it was close. But it showed that the Dolphins could go up to Buffalo and, and play a close one with the Bills, which they did again come Wild Card Weekend, like we talked about with Skylar Thompson heading up there and almost beating a, a Josh Allen-led Buffalo Bills team. But Colin Cowherd said that Mike McDaniel outcoached Sean McDermott in all three games where the Dolphins played the Bills last season. Do you think that's true? And do you think that trend can continue this upcoming season? Bless my heart because finally I disagree with him. <laughs> I, I, and I, I wouldn't say that it was a complete, like an utter, oh my God, you know, he, he, you know, didn't out coach him at all. There was nothing where it was a chess game and anything like that. Absolutely not because I give him credit on a lot of fronts last year because Obviously, one, I was pushing really hard for Mike McDaniel to be hired by the Miami Dolphins as their future head coach. I was really high on him after learning about him and reading about him and just kind of watching things. Um, so, uh, you know, obviously, I have a little bit of a bias towards Mike McDaniel in the first place. But I think there were times where, yes, it was a little bit of a chess match. But I think how he handled timeouts, how he handled his mismanagement of challenges, um, how he handled times where even in the wildcard game, you saw it where he should have been running the ball and didn't or he should have been passing the ball and didn't and those little moments and granted in the wild card game obviously it's Skylar Thompson so you could say in the wild card game absolutely he outcoached him because to be in that position with Skylar Thompson as your quarterback and being it like one play one score away from beating the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo in the wild card the NFL sweetheart darlings I mean that that is absolutely an achievement but I wouldn't say it was a complete outcoach I think Man, and this is my bold prediction. You made a bold prediction on the last ball. This is mine. I think that the Dolphins could sweep Buffalo this year. Oh, I love it. I, I think with the addition of Vic Fangio and I think with um, the learning and teaching that he'll be able to do, not only as a defensive guy, but just as a, an experienced coach in the NFL, I think he'll work wonders. I, I, I 
absolutely agree with Colin on that point of that Vic Bangio is bigger of a hire than anybody ever thinks and could be bigger than the, the acquisition of Jalen Ramsey. Um, I think he's going to give Mike McDaniel, if Mike McDaniel takes those lessons and puts them into practice, you know, lessons that are invaluable to, to what he's going to be able to do, because you'll be able to get all this knowledge from a, a huge, hugely important and hugely impactful NFL veteran as a coach into your building for your young head coach. I think that that's going to be uh, amazing, but I don't think that he necessarily outcoached Sean McDermott in all three games last year. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that first game down in Miami and, you know, the bills had a lot of turnovers in that game and, and you know, bills fans will sit here and cry about the heat and the sun and Oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's call OSHA a stupid complaint, man. What are we going to go? We're going to go to Buffalo and be like, Hey, Hey OSHA, by the way, all these people, like I had to learn, I have to learn OSHA for my job and know them back, you know, front, front to back because I have to. And you're going to sit here and say, how are you going to go to OSHA? Go call OSHA then about this this snow in Buffalo and about how we're getting snowballs thrown at us and that we're in Miami playing the heat. How are we going to go play in the cold all of a sudden? Like, that was such a stupid, stupid <laughs> thing that happened. I, right. God. No, I think I'm in agreement with you, Kai. I think Mike McDaniel is a great head football coach, really happy that, that he's coaching our Miami Dolphins, and I think he's going to be a great coach for many years to come. But he was a rookie head coach last year, and he showed that in a number of ways with his clock management, like you said, his timeout usage, like you said, those short yardage play calls, you know, needing to stick with the run, not being able to do it. And he came over as a run game coordinator from the San Francisco 49ers. So there really isn't an excuse uh, for why he didn't stick with the run in a lot of those situations. Um, but for a lot of these other reasons that that Colin Cowherd and other people have been saying too, I don't just want to, you know, completely yeah. stick this on Cowherd. Uh, I do think the Miami Dolphins will be an improved team where I'm not quite sure the Buffalo Bills will be. I really, I really don't know. I take a look at the roster and I'm trying to figure out where they got better. And I'm just not quite sure they did not yet anyways. And I know there's still time between now and the regular season and there's still players out there who could probably help Buffalo. But if you look at the Dolphins roster today, as compared to last year, the addition of Jalen Ramsey, that makes them a better team. The addition of David Long Jr. in the linebacker room, as long as he can stay healthy, I that makes them same... that caveat in there. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. That that makes them a better team. The addition of Devon Achain, rookie running back, who could be a, a pass catching specialist, that makes them a better team. And obviously, the addition of Vic Fangio as the defensive coordinator, that makes them a better team. You can cite numerous reasons why the Miami Dolphins will be better in 2023 as compared to 2022, which can't really do the same for the Buffalo Bills. So, yeah, I could absolutely see the Miami Dolphins overtaking the Buffalo Bills in this division, and you almost wonder if maybe the New York Jets can do the same thing. And we should, honestly, we'll, we'll, we'll take a break and then we'll get into that because that's perfect because I have some thoughts on on how uh, the Jets and Patriots could be, you know, within half a game of each other to being last in the division. But uh, we'll get into that after the break. We'll take a quick one and then we'll come right back. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Are you a South Florida property owner with an insurance claim? Are you dealing with water, mold, or fire damage to your home or business? Are you having trouble locating a five-star rated general contractor that is fully licensed, certified, and insured? If the answer is yes, then Water Cleanup of Florida is here for you 24 hours a day. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, Jorge, and their team is prepared to handle any size property damage disaster. When an unexpected damage occurs to your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. Their objective is to make the cleanup and insurance claim process painless and hassle-free. Water Cleanup of Florida is also a licensed general contractor, so they provide the A to Z service, one-stop shopping that business homeowners and business owners require. Water Cleanup of Florida is now an authorized dealer of Eurocraft cabinets, so premier kitchen, bath, and laundry cabinetry, countertops, and other accessories are available for your viewing at their showroom in Boca Raton. Or, do you prefer to shop from your home or office? Then Water Cleanup will send you one of our design specialists to you with samples and products that fit your style and budget. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell phone if you have any questions at 954 954- Five seven nine zero three five six. That's nine five four five seven nine zero three five six. Or visit their website at wcufl.com. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And please check out their more than eighty five star reviews on Google and Facebook. Water cleanup of Florida. If you have the schmutz, they have the guts. I'm Jalen Phillips, and you're listening to Three Yards Per Carry. All right, and we're back. So uh, we talked about the Buffalo Bills and how the Dolphins could surpass them. You mentioned towards the back end how the Jets could potentially uh, surpass the Bills. I just don't buy the hype of the Jets. I mean, do you have any thoughts on it? I I understand, you know, the offensive rookie of the year is both on offense and defense. You know, you're getting Brees Hall back, and they obviously definitely got better. I'm just no longer an Aaron Rodgers believer. I think that it's not going to turn out well. Yeah, and, you know, that that really is the big question. And like a lot of NFL teams, it's going to come down to how well the quarterback plays. Aaron Rodgers, 39 years old, he's getting up there. There's not a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL who are actually older than me. I turned 37 in, in just a few days, actually. I know I've talked about this a few times on the pod. You could tell it's on my mind, right? Oh, midlife, yeah. midlife crisis, maybe, something it like that. Midlife, you're still taking bumps. Well, We'll see about that. <laughs> we'll see about that. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers, at at some point, father time is undefeated. You know, I think a lot of people get it in their heads that, oh, quarterbacks can play until their mid to late 40s nowadays just because Tom Brady did it. That's not normal. Tom Brady is an Avocado outlier. Ice cream. 
Yeah, I I think I've had uh, green tea ice cream before. I was in Van- Vancouver. I liked it. I liked yeah. it. It was a, it was at a Japanese restaurant. It was pretty delicious. I, I was My a big people. fan. I've I've never had avocado ice cream, but I'm a big fan of avocado toast. So so I might enjoy it. But Aaron Rodgers, he's old. He's old, man. He's old. and he's kind of weird. He's just a weird dude. And as soon as things start to not go his way, as soon as there's some adversity. He's not the type of person that's going to shoulder the blame and say, you know what, you know, we're going to do better. It's all on me. He's the guy, he's the type of guy that's going to start throwing people under the bus. He's going to start throwing his teammates under the bus. And maybe when Aaron Rodgers was a younger player and he played with a a different generation of football player, maybe that was all right. But in 2023, if you start throwing some of these young guys under the bus, they're going to bite back at you. You know, tell me. If Rodgers doesn't start talking trash about the defense, if they give up 35 points to the Miami Dolphins in a loss, tell me Sauce Gardner isn't going to bite back in the media and and start taking shots at Aaron Rodgers. Absolutely will. And how will Aaron Rodgers be able to handle that adversity? And the media in New York, and maybe I'm going out on a limb here, the media in New York is a lot different than the media in Green Bay Wisconsin. Green Bay, Wisconsin is not a big town. I live in Davenport, Iowa, and we have the same population as Green Bay, Wisconsin, you know, give or take a a couple thousand people here. It's a lot different when you get to the Big Apple in New York City and everything is all smiles right now because they're not actually playing football games. And when you play football games, you have the opportunity to lose football games. And when the New York Jets start losing football games, this thing could absolutely fall apart the wheels could fall off and Aaron Rodgers could say man fuck this shit I'm getting out of here and he could be one and done as quarterback for the New York Jets I think not only that I mean it's just the whole mentality and situation surrounding him getting to New York I love I I love the Pat McAfee show I've been just in terms of football huge Pat McAfee fan I think he's one of the greatest punters that we've ever seen I love him love him I love his show I hate that they're going to ESPN. I think that show is going to change and, be, and change for the worst. But that interview that he did where he was talking about how he was, and I say mentality, he was 90% retired. But because the Green Bay Packers couldn't reach out to him while he went to a darkness retreat, while he shut the rest of the world off, that changed his mind because he felt things were going different. Well, no shit, Sherlock. If I can't reach you because you're going on a darkness retreat for seven days and I don't have an answer from you and the NFL is always on a clock, it's on a timer, and I got to figure out what the future is, you can't get mad at me. But because you're now mad because we had to find a different direction, you're going to say, no, I'm no longer retired? Come on now. you. I mean, obviously, a sport is a sport. You know, when you're when you're at that point where you're you're even thinking about the thought of, oh, I got to hang it up. There's no coming back from that. Yes. If he was 90% retired and now I'm supposed to believe and maybe he'll he'll turn on the turn on the Jets pun, you know, with pun intended there and all of a sudden you'll know, tear up the league again next year like he did when he had his two MVPs. Maybe, who knows. But you're going to tell me that you're 90% retired and that you were ready to retire as a Packer and now all of a sudden you're just, "Oh yeah, man. I'm good to go. We're going to be great. We're going to win a Super Bowl." No. Not even, not even close, man. I I just can't put that into any any real world situation. 
so we've talked about the Bills. We've talked about the Jets. Now we got to talk about the Patriots and how the mighty have fallen. The Patriots won 17 out of 19 AFC East uh, division title uh, over the last 20-something years. And now they're the bottom feeders of the division. And you know what? You just you love to see it. You really do. You really, really do. Especially with Bill Belichick sniffing Don Shula's regular season wins record, you he'll know, break it. He'll break you, it. You think he does? You think he sticks yeah. around long enough? I you mean, know? I, ha- I have great respect for Bill Belichick just because um, I'm, I'm, I mentioned it so many times. I grew up a, a New York Giants fan. Um, you know, he is a Giants legend in terms of defensive coordinator and what he did with those defenses and how he got players um, like Lawrence Taylor to go and look at him and say, "Oh, you know what." This guy's never played football before. Why would I respect him? And then getting gaining that respect of a guy like LT, um, and and bringing those great defenses to the, the Giants. I mean, I I will always be forever. As much as we we hate him as Dolphins fans, I think that he will go down as the greatest coach to ever coach. So full disclosure, we are recording this episode a little early. We're recording it on Friday, June sixteenth. I don't believe it's going to release until Thursday, twenty second, June twenty second. Yeah. That would be so. In the meantime. DeAndre Hopkins could potentially sign with the New England Patriots to be uh, their one year 15 mil, though. It's totally possible. They're they're pushing hard to sign him. Um, He doesn't look to be in a rush to sign. Now, I could be eating my words right now. Again, this could be airing after he's already signed with the team. But I do think New Hopkins would help that offense. You know, he'd still have McCorkle Jones throwing him the ball. So it's not like Tom Brady's going to be lining up back there. You put Hopkins with Brady and then we got a problem. they're a solid team as with bill belichick as your coach you're always going to be solid and your defense is always going to be decent but this is not you know the patriots of five years ago 10 years ago 15 years ago this is a different patriots team and they're not as good as they were and they're not going to be as good in 2023 i don't think we're too worried about the patriots they'll still win a handful of games I just don't think they're going to win any of the games they play against the Miami Dolphins this upcoming season. I could see us honestly. I could see us going. Uh, I think four wins is is the the minimum. I think that we sweep the Patriots, and I think we take one off the Jets and the, in the, the division. Bills. Four wins yeah, in, yeah, the division. in the division. Okay, yes, yeah, scared yeah, me for division. a second. Sorry, no, 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 in the division. Um, but I, I, I think we could easily go. I honestly think our only division loss will be against the Jets. As much as shit as just I just talked about them, I really do think our only division loss will be against the Jets in New York. So, you know, we, we've been talking about the division. We've been focusing on the division. Colin Cowherd wasn't the only person in the national media to make a uh, bold prediction for the Miami Dolphins. Herm Edwards on uh, an ESPN show. One to I, two of bad people there. <laughs> Herm Edwards, I think it's on a show called This Just In. I'm not 100% positive the name of the show. But Herm Edwards actually said the Miami Dolphins have the best chance in the AFC of dethroning the Kansas City Chiefs and reaching the Super Bowl out of any team that that includes the Buffalo Bills that includes the Los Angeles Chargers that includes the Baltimore Ravens that includes the Cincinnati Bengals Herm Edwards says the Dolphins have the best chance of dethroning the Kansas City Chiefs and making a Super Bowl what do you think about that guy we're in bad water <laughs> I I always in my in my experience of seeing how the Dolphins are in the media and how we act when was the last time that this happened? The whole social media quarterback debacle, and then what happened? We went on a horrible losing streak, and we barely made it into the playoffs. I just every time that the Dolphins are media darlings, it just it bites us in the ass. 
and hearing call I can't I still can't even believe that I agreed with Colin Coward, but hearing Colin Coward and Herm Edwards talk about us talk about us in that way, um, man, it just makes me think of bad things. I can't even focus on on the fact that maybe there is a chance that they could dethrone the Chiefs. It just damn, that just made me sad. I'm, I'm not a lie, man. When you look at this roster, though, it's possible. Like if it, Tua it stays feels, healthy, and that's exactly where yeah. I was going to go. And not even just Tua's health, but you know, you you got the health of Teron Armstead to worry about. You got the health of you know David Our Long Jr. Line still doesn't look. You know, it's still it still is a is a is a big question mark. Sure, sure. It, yeah, absolutely. You, you got to get Connor Williams back on the field. You got to get uh, Liam Eikenberg and Austin Jackson playing well. And and you know those are big ifs. If that can happen, then then we're in business. But you know you got to rely on the health of of David Long Jr., who's already suffered some sort of injury, and and that's kind of par for the course for him. Even his former head coach Mike Vrabel called him out, and like David Long got kind of testy in the media and was like yo dude what are you talking about here but uh, you know hate to say it he's already injured and then you got a lot of players in that miami Dolphins secondary coming back from injury you got brandon jones coming back uh from injury and he was an integral part of that defense you know when he was healthy uh a couple other players too nick needham coming back from injury can he return to form a lot is riding on players who have an injury history. You got Xavier Howard, who was battling a couple groin injuries last year, hoping that he can stay healthy and round back into form. So it's a big caveat. It is a big caveat. But if the Dolphins can stay healthy and they do stay healthy, I don't see why they couldn't challenge the Chiefs in the AFC championship game if, if both teams were to make it that far. I don't see why the Dolphins couldn't be just as good as the Cincinnati Bengals who played in a Super Bowl two years ago. I don't see why the Dolphins uh, aren't already a better roster and a better team than the Chargers, than than the Ravens, than the Jaguars, who who a lot of people have rated ahead of the Dolphins in power rankings right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, um you know, like we said, a lot comes down to health, but this this truly is a special team, quite possibly the best team uh, in my lifetime. I've been a fan since 1991. You know, some of those early 90s Marinos teams might be able to, to compete with this Dolphins team, but I think the defense is really what's going to put this team over the top with the addition of Vic Fangio um, and the addition of Jalen Ramsey. And as long as these guys can stay healthy, it, it, I think it will be a special season. You know, Something you mentioned there about the deep uh, about the, the the defense there, um, and we'll and we'll try to wrap it up here a little bit, you know, because I know the the episode we did earlier in the week was a little bit long, and then this one uh, we'll try to keep it a little bit shorter. But <clears throat> one thing that you mentioned with the defense, it, it sprung like a light bulb in my head. I don't know if you saw me; I was looking over on my other screen, typing and trying to figure something out here just to make sure what I said was true. You know what player we have that I feel like could be. Um, one of those guys that maybe we're not sitting here saying, yeah, that's going to be a guy that's going to be a, a guy that might be. And it reminds me of another Dolphin that was a similar situation is Deshaun Elliott. I okay. feel like that could be one where and maybe I'm on a high horse here and maybe I'm just thinking, oh, you know, he had a bunch of tackles last year um, it, with the Lions and maybe he can be something and he's reuniting with some of his former teammates from college. But for whatever reason, there's just kind of that little feeling I have that maybe Maybe he can be a guy and he can be someone that we can uh, – that'll be not a big, big guy, but like kind of that Brandon Jones role. We know that Brandon Jones isn't a superstar, 
but we know that Brandon Jones is valuable to this defense, that he is a very good piece of this defense. And it reminded me of another uh, former Miami Dolphins defensive back, excuse me, who also came from Detroit, and that was Isa Abdul-Kadus. I don't know if you remember Yes, yes. In, uh, he was tearing season. it up. He was lighting it up, and then he had that neck injury. He, it, the guy's yes, over here he cho- choking on yeah, something. I, <laughs> I choked on my own spit, man, trying to – but it, it, it reminds me of that where he had not a great season with the Dolphins, but he had a season where I was like, man, you know, this East Abdul Kadus guy, maybe with, you know, maybe he could turn into something. You know, Big hitter. Yeah, and he could tackle, um, which is another thing that I've always – I've been so – I would scream at the TV, man, our, our linebackers don't know how to tackle. I know he's a DB, but just um, – it just it, it sprung in my head. I was like, oh, my God, you know, we had another uh, safety come from Detroit that um, could tackle and was, you know, at least a little something. And that just reminded me of that of these Abdul Kadus. Yeah, I mean, it's really, you know, we, we talked about it. It's going to come down to health. It's going to come down to uh, this defense, you know, grasping the Fangio system pretty quickly. I do think we're kind of underrating the idea that this offense gets to build on what they already started last year because Mike McDaniel was the de facto offensive coordinator, you know, play caller. And he still is, which is the first time in Tua Tunga by Lois career that he gets to play under the same play caller for two so seasons important. in a row. It's so yeah. Important. So, so instead of trying to install a new system and learn new verbiage and learn new play calls, everybody on this, on this offense, you know, sans, you know, rookie Devon A chain and whatnot, all of these players get to uh, focus on the, the minutia, the, the, the finer points of the offense, instead of trying to learn the broader picture, they get to, they get to, you know, kind of hone their, their skills, hone their craft and, and really work on some of these details, which I think will be uh, invaluable for the offense. And I think, you know, while the defense will be much improved, I think an offense that was already pretty darn good, in 2022 you might actually see a better offense in 2023 uh because of that reason absolutely will and i honestly think damn man this is gonna suck because two episodes ago i said i don't want dalvin cook but i i honestly do think that if we do get dalvin cook we will see uh, another edge to this offense because whether i like it or not when you add dalvin cook to this offense you're gonna have to deal with a running back you have to deal with two wide receivers a quarterback i mean if things stay healthy there should be absolutely no reason why this Dolphins team isn't in the mix to be a Super Bowl contender. Now you probably jinx it. He's probably going to sign with Buffalo in the next week before this actually airs, but <laughs> it would be hilarious if he did just off of a family thing, because imagine it's that he goes and he signs with Buffalo and it's like, Hey little bro. Yeah. I'm taking all your carries and now you're probably need a cut. Like <laughs> move over. <laughs> yeah. When you think about it, like it's a little bit, uh, there's some things there, but all right, we're, we're, we're going to wrap it up here. You know, any final thoughts, Mary, that you, you might have. I just want to reiterate, it's a special time to be a Dolphins fan. You know, Try to enjoy it, people. You know, I see people out here on Twitter every day, like bickering back and forth, arguing amongst the fan base. Like, we're all Dolphins fans at the end of the day, okay? We we root for the aqua and orange. Uh, let's be cool to each other out there. Let, let's try to enjoy it. Let's try to, to take pleasure in this season. I think it's going to be a great season and uh, I'm happy to be able to, to cover it on the finsider.com. Happy to be able to cover it on, on dolphins detail on YouTube with Jake Mendel and another dolphins podcast with Jake and, and Josh, ha- Josh Houts. And I'm happy to be so able to, to preview oh this season with you, Kai, because uh, this was a fun episode. You do a lot. I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I was like, you're as you're rattling off. I was like, man, was this what I sound like when I was like 
I'm doing Pro Football Network, and I'm doing Five Reasons, and I'm doing Radio for Onside, and at the same time, I'm doing YouTube for this place. And I'm like, damn, this is what I sounded like. You got to stay busy, right? Wow. I mean, yeah, I'm busy enough with these 75 kids every day, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think, you know, honestly, I, I know Josh isn't here, but I, I, a lot of people know I consider, you know, how it's like, uh, like an older brother to me, uh, love that man very dearly. And, and to be able to sit here, I know this is, that this isn't the end of us recording for the month, but to be able to sit here with you guys, it's been really refreshing to, um, you know, I quit, uh, doing content on a really low note and to be able to come back on a very high note and have really engaging conversations, uh, and fun conversations where like, I didn't even realize it's 7 30 PM over here. Uh, like, I don't know, you know, it, it's 7 30 Eastern time. We start recording at like five 45 and it's like, it, I personally don't even realize it. And that's nice because before I'd be sitting here sometimes like, damn, like, uh, you know, when's the time going to run out? So <laughs> it's, it's been not, not with us, but just in general on some of the things I've done. So, uh, it's been really refreshing and nice to be able to have like really engaging and, and deep conversations about this team. Hey, we're having fun. Hopefully you guys out there uh, listening on, on, on Spotify or, or Apple music, hopefully you're having a fun time too. So thank you guys for tuning in and you know, we'll be back next week, bringing you some more dolphins content. We absolutely will. All right. For myself, Merrick and Josh, even though he's not here, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you in the next one. Pins up. Thanks for listening to three yards per caddy. You can subscribe via iTunes on Podbean or your usual podcast provider. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.